The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. You know, there was a man who was called in his neighborhood the Baal Hayisurim. This was a person that had the most difficult of lives. He is the guy who got married at a very late age, who didn't have children for quite a few years, who can never make a living. He had chronic illnesses and pain that he had to live with on a constant basis. Migraines, slip discs in his back. Every step he took was painful. This was a person that had a rough swig of life. Yisurim, constantly. Nothing came to this guy easy. He was what you would call the opposite of a bar mazal. Okay. He decided one day he had enough. He came to the house of the great Stifler Gaon. And he came and sat in the waiting room with another 30, 40 people. And he says, I'll wait for hours. But I'm going to get into the Stifler. And I'm going to get a bit of ha that's going to put an end to this misery of life. From the day I was born, everything was difficult, and then some. I need a break. I'm going to get a bit of a from the ghetto. He sat there, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half. And as he's sitting there in the waiting room, the line is moving very slowly. He starts dozing off. He falls asleep. And then he dreams. And there in his dream, it was one of those dreams that was so vivid, it was real life. And he found himself standing in a white cloak in front of the Bedin Shel Ma'ala. And there he stood in heaven, about to undergo the great Yom Hadin Hagadol Vahanora, that great day of judgment after 120 years that a person has to answer for their lives. And they turned to him and said, Here is your life. They opened up the Sefer Azichanot and the book, the book of memories, began to speak by itself everything the guy did in his entire life. Didn't miss a thing. And if that wasn't enough, they turned to the 62-inch plasma on the wall in Shammai. And they hit the remote and told this guy, and now here is your life. And the entire heaven watched everything that this guy did from the day he was born till the very moment that he died. Do you understand the Bushan We're talking, everyone is watching your life and everything you've ever done. All the skeletons in the closet are all out on the table. And it's not just you, it's in front of everyone. Anyone who ever lived. Your parents, your grandparents, your uncles, Rashi, Tosafot, the Rambam, everyone's watched. You can die even though you're dead just from the pain. 
be embarrassed. After they showed it on, they turned to him and said, Well, the scale, as you see it in front of us, is tipped in the wrong direction. We're going to bring out your mitzvot now. The guy was expecting He was expecting this tractor to come in, carrying this bin, these barrels of the millions of mitzvot that he thought he did. A minute later, they hear, meet me. The guy pulls up in a moped, holding those little pharmacy packages, you know, the, the little ones in a cup, in a bottle. They hand it to him. They said, go ahead, you can pour it out on the other side of the scale. Here's your mitzvot. The guy's looking at the body, hoping that a genie would come out at this point because he is not on the right side of the scale. And he said, this is it. These are all my mitzvot. Absolutely. He pours it out on the scale. The scale doesn't even budge. He turns to the bed, he shamala, and he cries. There has to be some way to save me. Bedin says, well, there is one more thing. Bedin turns to the angel, the ministering angel. Bedin says, listen, I want you to bring in all the Yisurim, all the hardships, all the hell that this guy went through in life. Bring it in. All oh, what this guy had. Then the tractor showed up. They were bringing in sacks and sacks of terrible, miserable, painful times of life that this guy went through. And they kept piling it and piling it onto the side of the mitzvot. Because in heaven, the hardships that a person goes through in life, that they've accepted from Hashem, without question, Simply, Hashem felt this was best for me to go through at this time. They turn into mitzvot. They put it on the side of the mitzvot. All of a sudden, they're piling on all the hardships of Yisraelim. The scale bounces to the positive side. The guy jumps up in triumphant victory. And Shalayim gives him a standing ovation as he was... Zoche Badi. It's no little thing to be Zoche Badi after 120 years. But you know what came through for him? His Yisuri. His hardships. His difficulties. They're put on the side of the scale of the mitzvot. It bounced out all the Averot he did. At that second, the guy woke up. Looks around. The Gabai comes up to him and says to him, Hey, you were sleeping. Wake up! It's your turn to go into the rabbi now. Remember, you wanted to get a bit of hot to take away all your Yisurim, right? Now's your chance. You were here for two hours. Go ahead, go into the rabbi. The guy jumps up and says, Are you crazy? No, thank you. I'll take it all. He turns around and he runs out. I'll take it all. At the end of the day, Hashem knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what we need. More than what we have. I'll take it. With this in mind, touching on these glimpses, glimpses, 
Not reasons. Reasons, there are no reasons here tonight. But just a little light, a little glimpse here and there. A few years back, a very tragic story. A young boy on an Eged bus going through Mea Sha'alin. And you know where he was going to? He was on the number one bus going to the Kotel HaMa'aravi nonetheless. That bus never made it. Never made it to the court. Matter of fact, it never made it down the streets of Nashak. A suicide bomber got on the bus dressed as a Hasidic man and pulled the cord and blew the bus to pieces. And this young boy, young you, Shalmi boy with the curls and an angelic face, the face of the Kiruvim, this boy was instantly burnt to death from the fire of the explosion. The father of this boy was broken to pieces. Could you possibly fathom what was going through his head? My son was on the way to the Kotel Hamaravi to pray to Hashem. He was a boy that was as pure as they come. A boy that didn't have an Avera to him. He was an angel. A modern day human angel. Could you imagine the paradox that this father was living at that moment through? Hashem, my son! He came to the great Sadiq of Meisharim. He came to the Rebbe, the Toldot Aaron Rebbe, his Rebbe, broken hearted, crying after he buried his son. The remains. And you know what the Rebbe told him? He said to him, listen, I want to tell you, I know it hurts. I'm not here to give an understanding behind what just happened. But I want you to know something. I want you to know that your son was a Gilgul of a man who lived at the time of the Spanish Inquisition. A man that was brought up to the platform and was given a choice to either jump into the fire and say Shema Yisrael Al Yidei Kiddush Hashem or to embrace Christianity and the man couldn't do it he couldn't do it he agreed to embrace Christianity and you want to know something in truth at home in hiding the man stayed a Jew and he did mitzvah, but on the outside he played a Christian as not to get killed. This man needed a tikkun. He needed to come back and give his life away. That man, that great neshama, was your son. I'm not looking to give reasons. And the reason is one. Period. Chok. Because I said It's a paradox. But get used to the fact that Hashem says to us, you might not understand, but I'm calling to you for blind faith. Hashem says, I remember that beautiful moment that you followed me into the desert. 
with blind faith. A desert where there's nothing. You went only because I said so. Zacharti lach hesed neuraich. I remember that beautiful, loving moment when you followed me in the midbar. And at the end of days, when a person comes to his moment in time after 120, and he comes up to heaven, the Zohar tells us that before he stands judgment, Eliyahu Hanavi takes him to a side room and reveals to the person how every single moment in that person's life, especially the bitter moments, were the best possible thing that ever could happen to that person. Eliana Avi shows us, after 120, that what might have felt so bad, it hurt so much, was the greatest hesed from Hashem. This is a concept of emuna pshuta. A concept that sometimes Hashem wants us to pray to earn something. Sometimes Hashem wants us simply to have emuna, To follow Him blindly. Nonetheless, the para'aduma, the education of paradox, to tell us that there will be times things will happen you won't understand and it won't make sense but do it simply because Hashem says and maybe maybe you'll be lucky to be shed a little light a little hint to see an understanding or maybe even better when the Yeshua comes to look back and to say yeah it hurt but you know what it was the best it was all worth it. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.